Hi, this is Kat. And this is Destiny. And we're Granny Granny Squared. Squared. Welcome to Granny Squared Podcast, everybody. So this is actually our second attempt at a podcast. Yes, we Uh, rebranded. Yes, our first one just didn't feel like it fit us as much. So we're, you know, coming into who we really are. Exactly, which is just grandmas and we're not even 30 so literally like i'm literally wearing my like cardigan sweater because i'm cold i'm dead and i'm i have a blanket in my car i love it i love (laughs) it oh my gosh well should we tell the listeners a little bit about ourselves i think so you want to go first what are your hobbies what do you like to do sure 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 i'll go first um so as i said my name is kat and i really love to crochet and play with my doggies and watch Netflix. And my job is a registered behavior technician, so I also love to work with kids most yes. days. <laughs> and she like has a whole little side hustle of crocheting, so I do. I'm gonna I do. plug that in there. <laughs> stay tuned. Stay tuned and follow us on Instagram for more information. No, for real. And okay. she's real. For any book lovers, she makes really good book things. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. Yes. What about you? What are your hobbies and interests? What do you? Um, you know, I like to read. <laughs> Love it. Um, what else do I like to do? I like to read and watch TikToks. <laughs> Same, honestly, TikTok gets me. We're actually going to talk about TikTok later on. So. Oh, that's right. We are okay. Big TikTok, yeah. big TikTok fans out here. No, for real. And I'm a barista, so she that's makes my the life. Pop- and reads the books, guys. It's great. That's truly all I do in life. It's okay, because all I do is work with kids, and then I come home and I, I crochet things. So. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, I guess we should just jump right in. As we said, we we are both avid TikTok watchers. Yes. Uh, sometimes I feel like I watch too much TikTok, but, you know literally same i've consumed so much tiktok this week it's it's not healthy it's sad how much tiktok i've watched like i would i'm at the point in my life now where i'd rather sit on my phone and watch tiktok than do anything else yeah same it's really (laughs) sad it really is it is but it just like i don't know what it is that brings me in but i think it's just like the fact that i can watch a video for 10 seconds and like scroll and watch something else scroll It's, um, it's perfect for my lack of attention span. Yeah. So, and it, it just feeds feeds that little part of my brain that like can't pay attention to anything for longer than two seconds. Exactly. Which I'm sure happened because of TikTok. Exactly. Or like the internet just in general. Yes. Everything just comes at us so fast. Like it's, it's, Literally, we sound like old people. That's why the podcast is called Granny Square. <laughs> <laughs> so true, though. These dang kids and their internet. <laughs> Like, some days I'm like, I wish I didn't have internet, but then, like, whenever I try to, like, just sit without my phone, I'm so bored. So bored. Like, I'll, I like I end up taking a nap, and then that's less productive than what I would have been doing on my phone. Exactly. Oh, oh. my gosh. Anyway. Well, I mean, we can talk about, I mean, we were going to bring up overconsumption. I feel like we are kind of talking about the overconsumption of TikTok as a whole. That's true. And really, I that point is perfect because I was thinking whenever I was talking about overconsumption I was putting it more in the thing that like I get on TikTok and there's so many like 
influencers, quote unquote, if you want to call mm-hmm. them that, that are like, buy this, buy this, especially now with TikTok shop. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I want it all. But then I'm like, I step back from it and I'm like, but why? Why? Exactly. Why do I need that? Like, <laughs> Yeah, they got me out here wanting to buy like curling irons I don't need and like what was, what did I see? I saw something yesterday and I was like, I, I need that, but I can't remember what it was now. Oh, I wish I could remember. See, that's how quickly my brain forgets them once I scroll past them. So I clearly don't actually want them. No, exactly. But they make it look so, especially all of them that have like those perfect homes. You know what Oh I'm my gosh, about? yes. And they have all the gadgets. They're like, oh, my towel warmer. You yes. have to have this. And then if you're going to take a bath, you need to have this in your bath and mm-hmm. that. And I'm like, you're right. I do. You're <laughs> absolutely correct. Please put it in my cart. Right. And I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely feel you there. I feel like TikTok now has become, I feel like, I mean, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but like 2020 when TikTok was really starting to pick up pace because of, you know, the thing that shall not be named. uh, I feel like then it was really just like people doing random things just for entertainment purposes. And now it's like everything is an advertisement. No, that's completely true. Like, I feel like I get on, like today I was literally scrolling. There was four like eligible for commission videos that I like were one right after the other that is so annoying and I've never had that until like recently that's what I'm saying and like I love TikTok but I love to watch just like funny videos yes I like to see people's like opinions on things and like things like that um which reminds me I wanted to add one more topic on here and I'm gonna put it on here and then you just tell me yes or no if you want to talk about it on this one (laughs) okay Oh, yes, the the scandal of Matt. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you can say it if you want to talk about it. If not, we yeah. can edit it out. We can talk about it. Okay, cool. For because sure. I've been wanting to talk about this because it I mean it, and it it goes to what you're saying. Like I'm going to make a point off of it is why I'm bringing it up. Um, but I feel like so we're we're talking about Matt Rife. Um <laughs> right. Um and the downfall of this man. Um, But I feel like with the overconsumption of media also comes like the die hard, like I will live and I will die for this man. And like, I feel like when the facade was kind of torn, people took it so hard. Yes. And it's just, it's baffling to me. Like people are like, I I understand. Like if if one of my favorite artists like did something that you know, was not appropriate, <coughs> Maddie Healy, I would be <laughs> really, you know, upset about it, but not to the point where I'm like, distraught, you know what I mean? Right. But I feel like TikTok kind of pushes that narrative of like, you're for this person and you have to be for this person and they like shove it down your throat constantly. No, they really do. I just, oh, he is such a problematic person (laughs) he is and here's the thing i've never found the appeal in him okay i did whenever he first came out and this isn't me being like quote-unquote hipster (laughs) but it was before he became like he was even touring it was just like random of him working the crowds okay yeah now see i did like those but then it was like he picked up everybody started to know him and then he Mm -hmm. became very very comedic where it was like 
<clears throat> you're pushing lines. Yes. Well, and that's like my take on not just him, but like anyone. Like for me, for instance, if I was like a singer in a band and I know that that's what I'm good at, I sing and I decide that I want to try and play the drums and I get mad when people don't think I'm good at playing the drums. I feel like that's the same with Matt Rife where he's like, his stand-up is not strong enough to be stand-up, but his crowd work is what people are drawn to. So why don't you play to your strengths? Thank you. But then he played too much. <laughs> too much. To but. his strengths of crowd work where he gets mad at yeah. the crowd. Yeah. And I feel like now, like in recent clips that I've seen of him, he's not being funny so much as he's just being mean. No, that's exactly what he's being. He's being so mean. Like, okay, do you remember years ago when, <laughs> when me and you went on vacation to Alabama and we stopped and then we were going to go to Nashville? Yes. And, like, on the way there, this was, like, before Pete Davidson became, like, popular. Yes. Me and you did not like Pete Davidson. I hope no. that's okay that I say this. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fine. No, we did not like Pete Davidson. No, and we were watching his stand-up or whatever he was doing at the time. And we're yeah. like, oh my gosh. Because that's exactly how he was, too. I mean, he wasn't, yeah. like, he was more about himself. Yeah, but it was, like, it was... It was the... It was, like, the shock value of it. Yes, because it was about, like, you know, his dad and stuff and that whole event. And it was like, oh, goodness. But I feel... That's a good thing to bring up, too, because I feel like... And I'm just going to speak for me, and you can agree or disagree. It won't hurt my feelings. But I feel like that event in time is such a, like, overly taboo topic in the sense that like people use it as jokes all the time now right but he was doing it at a time that it wasn't and so i feel like if he were to try and do it now it would still be like oh you know what i mean but it wouldn't be like he wouldn't be as criticized as harshly now correct but it's almost like he like opened the doors for it that's what i'm saying too and like what makes some jokes okay now versus then? Do you know what I mean? Yes. Well, and that's like, you know, people are, are jumping on Matt Rice, rightly so, for the DV jokes that he was making. And, like, it wasn't funny. And, like, you shouldn't be joking about that topic at all. But people were making the point that you shouldn't be making jokes about it unless it relates to yourself or unless you've gone through it. Correct. And I, I don't just... even think I saw the DV one. Oh, really? I saw the, the um, like the special comments. Oh, this yes. Okay, that really made me mad. Because <laughs> yeah. I just like if I see a video of him, I'm like, no thanks. <laughs> no, I like his smug face now. Really makes me mad. No, okay. So he made a joke, and it's so funny because before I even saw any of this, I was just in my room one night and I just had happened to have TikTok or not TikTok, Netflix pulled up and his thing obviously was trending. And my, you know, Netflix just decides to start playing things just because. Right. And my mom had come in and she was like, are you watching this guy? And I was like, 
no like it's just playing <laughs> yeah right and she was like i tried to watch that and he is disgusting and at first i thought she was just being dramatic you know right just <laughs> like moms but right. then i got on tiktok and i was like oh my gosh like everyone and their brother is like jumping on this man so i was like i need to know like i need to know what's happening so i didn't i, I didn't watch the special i i can't um <laughs> i don't think i could sit through it to be honest but I, like, found a girl who, like, ran through the whole thing. So, basically, his joke was that he and a friend went to a bar or a restaurant or something, and the hostess had a black eye. And he was like, oh, this is who you want to be the face of your company? Like, oh, um, she's got a black eye. And um, something, something, something or other. And it was like she wouldn't have got a black eye if she was in the kitchen doing her job or something well, like that. Yes. Uh, yeah. And he had said something like it was clear that her, her man was like beating on her or something like that. Um, oh, so we're just going to make jokes about her. Yes. Helping her. Exactly. Okay. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, mm. And I, I totally understand like coping with humor. Like that's, my specialty and I am working on it because like yes I feel like it is a great coping mechanism but I also feel like it delays your healing process like you can't fully heal from something if you're making jokes about it because it's not going to feel real right well and then it is almost like relaying to other people that it's just a joke to you yes but like, like nobody think... else will be able to help you because they're like oh she's just messing around yeah like she doesn't care so why would we help you know and then you've got guys like matt rife who make jokes about it and people are like oh you know everybody can joke i mean i'm sure that there i mean there's got to be people who still like support him after this and some people i'm sure did find it funny oh for um, sure he also went on like a 15 to 20 minute long tangent about like astrology and like the girls who believe in astrology are crazy and then he went on a thing about crystals and he was like this is my support rock or something and i was like this would be funny if you knew how to deliver your lines like and if you weren't like you know it's it's one thing to like m make fun of something like poke fun at something not make fun but poke fun at something it's a complete other thing to just like tear it to shreds right i like like wait there's a line yes and he he knows where it is he just doesn't care he just crosses it exactly Ugh. and maybe it's truly just a if your name is matt no offense no, I was literally thinking that when I coughed Maddie Healy's name. I think, like, <laughs> it's got to be, like, a Matt thing. I'm so sorry to any Matts out there, but... Like, Don't name your kid Matt, because... He's going to grow up and do very controversial things. Very true. No, we're just kidding. But no, we're, just, <laughs> we're just joshing, if you will. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about TikTok trends. Yes. What is this sausage, mustard, and cottage cheese, girl? I just have to know. Okay. Let me... I'm going to send you... <laughs> just going to send you <laughs> this picture. I'm truly on the edge of my seat. And I cannot believe that this has not come up on your feed. Because it it has been on mine. Like, it, I, it, I went through a... I sound like I was skipping just then. I went through... <laughs> like where she or another girl was on my feed 
eating this stuff. Ew. Constant, like five videos in a row, I kid you not. And for like the briefest moment, I was like, maybe this is a good diet until I looked into it and I was it's like- It's a diet? Yeah, no, it's, so I found this um, article on Delish. I've never heard of this website, um, but it looks like you can get recipes. So shout out Delish. Um, <laughs> but it's why is everyone on TikTok dipping chicken sausage in cottage cheese and mustard? And it's the cottage cheese sausage and mustard diet. Okay. Mm. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> do you want me to send you the video? <laughs> she's literally, so she's got carrots. So she's got a muffin tin. Okay. Okay. And she's got carrots in one little muffin place, strawberries in another one, hearts of palm in another one, asparagus in one and Brussels sprouts. It looks like, and radishes and broccoli. And it's like raw vegetables. I don't, she is dipping the strawberry in the mustard. Can confirm. Oh no, that's a radish. Thank God. Oh, don't dip the strawberry. So she, so she is mostly dipping it in the mustard. So I'm kind of confused about what's happening here. But basically, is she eats all of these foods with cottage cheese and mustard, and that's how she lost a lot of weight. Mm, diet how, culture. However. <laughs> She claims to have lost 80 pounds from the diet. Oh, okay. That's a little far-fetched. Right? But... Misleading. What she doesn't tell people is that she is a diet fad queen. Oh. And so she takes brand deals from other diets and promotes those. Mm. But is she is and she lost this weight. I want to say I can't find the article I had found the other day, but is she okay? I thought she was about to dip that peach in mustard, and I was going to be really mad at her. Uh, <laughs> oh, but she did dip the strawberry. Okay, great. Um, <laughs> no, not um, me. So, but she's not. She lost the eighty pounds years ago, according to one source that I. I think I watched some girl talking about her and she had lost the weight prior to this and then is now claiming that she lost the 80 pounds because of this. because of doing that. Um, so there's another article on the Arizona Republic and it's mustard and cottage cheese, a TikTok trend you may want to avoid. Um, Clearly. So... <laughs> This is saying, so I'll read this. It's what, okay, ads, can you chill? Um, It's what is the cottage cheese and mustard diet? The cottage cheese and mustard diet is a combination that made Maggie famous as she used it as a dip for vegetables, fruits, and chicken sausage. For breakfast, Maggie has mustard and cottage cheese mixed with eggs and snacks and fruit dipped in the condiments. She also consumes an electrolyte drink with her meals. So... (laughs) this is saying that um consuming cottage cheese daily should be done in moderation and an appropriate serving size of cottage cheese is half a cup i don't really know like how much cottage cheese this girl is consuming in a day but i feel like it's more than half a cup because she eats it with every meal Um, probably if she really is eating it with every meal exactly um, I just don't know, like, 
I just don't know where she even, like, how did she find this? Like, Maggie, if you're listening, can you tell us how you found this? And also, if you're being truthful. <laughs> you need to come on our podcast. Can actually? we just talk to you about this? Because I just have a lot of questions that I need answered. Like, I mean, no judgment to her, obviously. Like, get your bag, girl. Eat your food. I don't, you know. Um, but it's not my cup of tea. Well, here's my thing. Anything like this is not long term. No. You're not going to want to eat that every day for the rest of your life. I barely want to eat the things that I I have eaten. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's some days that I'm like, I'm bored of all of these foods. Right. I want a different kind of food. <laughs> exactly. So, like, that's just not even sustainable. Even if she, which I we highly doubt, she lost that much weight by this diet. Yes. But even if you did, the minute you start eating anything else, you're going to gain it back unless you're, like, doing some regimen. Exactly. And that's one thing that the Arizona um, uh, article that I was just reading said is, like, fat is burned by exercise. Like, right. Here. Like, unless you're doing something to supplement the food that you're intaking... or you're like getting some sort of medication to help with that you're not really gonna lose the weight correct i'm sorry music just started playing out of nowhere i don't know (laughs) um (laughs) but yeah i i don't it's and i've always had an issue with fad diets and that is what that what this is it's it's just a fad diet Um, and it sounds disgusting it doesn't even sound good it really does. Like, I've, I'm sorry, I don't want to try it. I really don't. No, I really don't like any of those items, so. No, I, it's a no from me, dog, as Randy Jackson would say. And that is, like, the water talk. Like. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. I just, it's another thing. It's one thing whenever, I mean, I truly do not care, I guess, to an extent. I mean, I'm, I'm caring enough to talk about it, but. How are we calling it water after a certain point? <laughs> Thank you. I literally, so, okay, we all know I love Curtis Connor. Yes. Um, so I watched his video on Water Talk and he like tried some of the recipes that are yes. like quote unquote recipes that they were doing. And he's like, it's just juice. Like, this is just juice. After it's all said and done, you have made juice. Yeah. It's not water anymore. Once you put in like 30 pumps of flavor, two mermaid syrup like what are you you're making kool-aid like no you really are i don't like and also is are we not reverting back to like the potion days and like our mom's bathrooms when we're like mixing all the stuff together to make something else no literally though i don't get it i think it's it's completely fine like obviously do whatever you want if that drink makes you happy drink it i mean you're still getting hydrated to an extent but you, you are. You're just you, kind of ruining it, though, with even yes. sugar-free. I don't think people understand. Well, maybe they do. Sodium intake alone in those drinks is high. Yeah. And aspartame is not good to consume mm-hmm. in that, like, large of a quantity. And they're putting them in their, like, Stanley Cups. Yeah. They're filling them Stanley Cups to the brim. They truly are. And, like, I mean... Honestly, if, you, if that's what you want to do, do it. I mean, I can't say anything. I, well, until recently was drinking like five sodas a day. So, <laughs> like. I will say some of their drinks, though, are pretty. 
I'm like, yeah. oh, you got that ombre going on. Okay, but honestly, when we were talking about like making mocktails that one time, I almost got back on Water Talk just to like find some recipes to make. No, because truly, like they're good drinks for that. And but I could affordable because they're right. even, like crystal light and stuff. That's what I'm saying. But I just think that if you're like trying to do it to be healthy, it's not gonna work out. It's not. It's really not gonna work out. You should actually just drink some water and then maybe one of those a day. Yeah. But not have a 40 ounce Stanley. <laughs> Cause even with like, and I love liquid IV. I think that's a great like pick me up, if you will. Basically yeah. Pedialyte for adults. But if your only water consumption is like a liquid IV type drink, you're putting too many electrolytes into your body. Like you need just straight water and the minerals in water and everything else to like supplement the salts that you've had during the day and like stuff like that because you can like you can have too many of something it's the same with everything exactly so let's talk about the third trend that we have on here of oil pulling which (laughs) I feel like both of us were almost fully convinced on this one yeah it was something I like I had my like in my heart of hearts was ready to pull the trigger and try it but something in me was just like maybe google it and see (laughs) what's going on and I did find an article um from like a a dental hygienist or something and it was like it has very negative effects like long term on your body and on your mouth and like your plumbing like I hope the people who are doing this know you cannot spit that down your sink like it will cause issues with your plumbing like I don't know I feel like it's just it's it's the same with like any information people get online now they take it at face value like oh I heard it on TikTok so it must be true right but like we can't be doing that (laughs) no like please fact please 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 fact check (laughs) right I just, the minute that I heard somebody say that it got out of their cavity, I was like, no. No, there's no way. Like, it's, that's like, years you ago. The, doc, the dentist. Yes, 100%. But it's the same as, like, years ago when that split end mender stuff came out. Do you remember that product that was, like, meant to mend your straight, your split ends? Yes. And like you can't do that. Like you can't no. just put them back together. You have to have them cut off. Like it's correct a thing. I, I, <laughs> I don't know why we're still like falling into this. Like it just doesn't make sense. Yes, and it's just like, come on, let's just take a step back. I know it sounds cool. I know that it's trendy, but we also have to remember these people are getting paid to talk up these products. So. Literally are getting paid so much, and they already have nice teeth. Yeah, so you just you literally seen their teeth, and you're like, oh, well, it worked for them. Oh. I freaking half of them. I'm sorry, half of them have veneers. Yes. So and you I can tell. <laughs> I don't. I don't believe a lot of them. I really don't. Me either. But that's like just like the biggest fad is to like have the whitest teeth and the straightest teeth mm-hmm. and the biggest teeth. Yes, because that's what veneers looks like. <laughs> With the world's largest teeth. Please, please, if you get veneers, make them as close to your natural teeth as you possibly can. Literally, please. If I could get veneers, I would. 
but they would need to be natural looking. Yes. Like my cousin's husband got them and they look just like his teeth did. Right. Makes sense. So like, why aren't we doing that? Why are we completely changing our mouths? does not make sense but that's what people do that is what people do we need like a changing topic sound we do i agree like you know just like ping 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 (laughs) right where it'd be like um you know how people go to commercial yes ad break ad break (laughs) and then they come back and they just start talking about something else yes we need that in our life anyone wants to sponsor so we can have an ad break (laughs) that would be wonderful that would be fantastic i mean i feel like no one that we've talked about so far like none of these brands will but (laughs) well we just roasted them right (laughs) (laughs) we're very controversial for our first episode we really are wow we really came in hot with this (laughs) one But you know what? It's just preparing people. It is. We're opinionated. Okay, it's fine. fine, We're opinionated until like something comes along and like changes our minds. Yeah, because we're not change our mind. Yeah, we're not closed-minded. No, we're just we just have opinions. (laughs) Do you guys feel we're just girls? And we're just girls. Okay, we're just just great girls. Speaking of being opinionated, um, have you heard anything about? the documentary that I watched? No, I have not. What is it about? Oh, let me tell you. Um, So I actually came across it, ironically, on TikTok. Um, (laughs) But um, it... I didn't register that it was like a thing on Netflix. So the first video I saw was this guy and he was like pretending to be one of the people from the documentary but I didn't know that at the time and everybody underneath in the comments were talking about twin flames and I th- I just thought they were talking about like the idea of twin flames right and um which I've never really given the idea of twin flames much thought in my lifetime I don't know have you given the idea of twin flames much thought no just you know whenever I hear someone's like oh like that's my twin flame do you know what yeah. I mean see I've heard it over the years and I've never I've never really, I guess, been interested enough to look into it, but... Interject? Yeah. You know who I've heard that about? Who? Who I've heard say that? Is Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox. Okay, you know what? This is make a lot of sense. Yup. I already know. Okay. So, I found this article to, like, define Twin Flames. Um on Forbes Health. Um, and I'm just gonna read this first little um, passage. And it's, a twin flame relationship is thought to be a spiritual or soulful connection in which two people are equally matched in their quote unquote commitment to themselves, to the relationship and to each other, unquote. Explains Angela Amias, licensed clinical social worker and clinical director of the Institute for Trauma-Informed Relationships based in Cheyenne, Wyoming. Wow, she does a lot. Um, There's another quote um, that says, Twin flame relationships begin with a spark of such intensity that may initially feel overwhelming to one or both people, says Amias. I hope I'm saying that name right. I'm so sorry if I'm not. These relationships quickly deepen, and it often feels like you've known each other forever. So, let's take that idea and let me tell you about this documentary. Perfect. So there are two individuals 
who kind of started this um I don't want to say I'm going to say cult like group because they're still active and they like to throw out like legal stuff so everything is alleged in my opinion and <laughs> I it, I'm just saying what I think so please don't come after me I only have two dollars um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so the documentary is called Escaping Twin Flames it's on Netflix I watched all of it in its entirety I watched it in two days um, so the synopsis for it is the team pulls analyses Twin Flames universe a controversial community that preys on people looking for love and pulls back the veil on how the community has hurt these people. So these two people, um, I'm going to pronounce her name wrong, Shalia, and they call him, they were calling him a different name, but his name is Jeff through most of the documentary. They are married. And they basically met just, like, online, and then they, like, quote-unquote knew they were each other's twin flames. And so they got together, and they started this... I don't know what the word I'm looking for is. Mission, almost? And their mission is to... um, Well, I'll just read this from Netflix. A couple built a spiritual business to help people find true love. And now former followers are sharing their disturbing practices in this docuseries. So they would find people who, so the very first girl that ever came on screen was like, I met this guy and we had a spark, but he didn't feel the same way. And I just couldn't get him out of his out of my mind. And it was just such a strong connection. So I just Googled Twin Flames. And that's how I found the Twin Flames universe. And it was like thousands of dollars to sign oh. up for this. Yeah. And like they did classes. And like you had a spiritual guide. And like all this stuff. And it was like so much money that was poured in to these two people. And it started out, I will say... I don't want to say innocent because they were still they were still duping people out of their money but I do think that at, at the beginning they may have genuinely thought that they were helping and then they saw how much money they could get and then greed got in the way mm-hmm. um, it's just kind of my take on it um, but so they encouraged her to go to that guy and they lived in two different places and they paid for her to go. Um, and the, the price of that was that she had to do everything they said. Oh. Um, and so she ended up being like big price. Right. And so she ended up being like a major, like she was a major player in the trauma that was inflicted on the rest of the group. And um, she went to that guy got him involved in twin flames and then they ended up getting married um and when they started having like relationship problems shalia and jeff were like no (laughs) you're not um this is just how twin flames are sometimes like sometimes you guys get in fights but like if if 
the man knows that you as the woman can control him, then there's not going to be any sex left. So you need to stop controlling him and all this stuff. Oh. And I was like, that's not how relationships work, but what do I know? <laughs> um, and so basically it ended up where they got like lots of people in this group. And Jeff started picking people's twin flames for them. Oh, well, that yeah. sounds inaccurate. Right? And he basically called it his own religion and that he was the god of his religion. Oh, okay. And um, then it escalated to he started assigning people genders. Because he said there was no gay, there was no bi, there was no, like, you were either masculine or you were feminine. There was no, like, in between, you know? Right. Which is similar to other theologies. Um, so, you know, I can't fault him for believing that because I feel like up until recently a lot of people believed that. Um, where he kind of goes in a very weird direction is he starts making people transition. So he would assign people like you're a masculine spirit. So you need to transition to be a male and he would pair them with a feminine spirit. And even if they were not trans, like they did not feel like they were trans, he would make them do that. Uh, Um, Well, not make, but like strongly encourage again, allegedly. Right. Um, And it got to a point where he was pairing people of the same gender, claiming they were opposite of their genders, and they had no interest in being in a same-sex relationship, but because he told them what they were, they listened. And in the documentary, it follows, I think, four or five ex- Um, followers and then three moms who are trying to get their children out Um, and then a twin sister who's trying to get her sister out Um, because basically once they're in it he said that's their new family and then they have to cut off the rest of their families oh my Um, gosh yeah so they've not one of the moms hadn't talked to her daughter um, for two years and another of the moms hadn't talked to their child in uh, over a year or right at a year um and then another one their child did reach out um but they have to be very careful because they're afraid they're gonna lose them again and it was just it was very sad it was a very sad documentary but it was also a very interesting documentary um and i made note of this in here (laughs) um about I don't like when people prey on people's vulnerabilities and I feel like they found the people who were desperate to find love and acceptance and they preyed on them and they made money off of them. And I think that's really sad. No, that is very sad. I think... And and I just think Jeff is a creep, but... (laughs) Well, it sounds like he is. I just don't understand how you can just, like, try to transition and, like, people. Like, what? (laughs) 
I literally like when that when that episode came on I think that was like the, the end of the second episode beginning of the third it's only three episodes long I highly encourage like if you have Netflix to go watch it because it is a it's a very good very well put together documentary um and very eye-opening to like I did not think that like things like this still were going on in 2023 um I was naive I guess to that because of course there are things like this that still go on um but he even made a joke at one point that he was going to be the next um he like made a joke about Waco Texas and he was like come drink the Kool-Aid and I'm like can you can we not make jokes about people who have died like in these types of situations like no literally that's so sad yeah I just can't and the fact that like I just can't imagine spending so much money for something and then them being like we're in complete control of you yes no I feel like I'm paying you yes I was just about to say that I'm paying you you are giving me a service so like that's our transaction I'm sorry there's no other way around it like no that's like when I shelled out thousands of dollars to do online school to teach myself. Like, what? <laughs> no, for real, though. <laughs> I just, I can't. Um, but yeah, it was a really good documentary. It was very eye-opening, very sad. Um, just, like, seeing the moms and the family members. Like, the the twin sister um, had a baby, and the sister basically told her stop talking stop reaching out to me I do not want to be in your life anymore Mm. and this is her identical twin sister and she like it's she was saying it's such a slap in the face to say that you have your twin flame like you already had a twin no for real like um the things people will do though for like a love like just to have like that companion that's like the opposite gender or maybe the same whatever you like but that type of love yes and it's just like i don't want to say it's not that serious but it, it it's not i'm like there's other things that are out there you know that are more important or equally as important that you can focus on exactly and just because you haven't found love yet doesn't mean you won't ever find love like Right. It just might not be a right now thing. Exactly. And there's nothing wrong with that. No. Speaking from experience. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, that was a heavy topic. (laughs) Should we end on something light? I'm so sorry. It's okay. Um, I had some this or that questions I was going to ask you. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, there's not a lot, I promise. Okay, I wouldn't care if there were. Okay, so Christmas movies or Halloween movies? Ooh, Christmas movies. Okay. Watching a movie or watching a series? Hmm, I feel like if you had asked me this like a week ago, I would have been like, series? But I'm, I've been really into movies recently. Interesting. Okay, so if you could only watch one marvel movie and no other ones even if they like came out which one would it be this one is very easy for me (laughs) it is captain america and the winter soldier i knew it was gonna be that (laughs) okay stockings first or after presents 
Oh, that's a good one. Okay. I think I'm just gonna have to go with tradition. I'm gonna have to say after. Oh, same. Okay. Last one. Your go-to Starbucks order, does it change when the cold comes or does it stay the same? It changes. Okay, so normally you're a white mocha frap or vanilla frap? I used to be a white mocha girly. Now I'm a cafe vanilla girly. Okay, so now what are you that it's cold? I am a, and it's very specific. Okay. (laughs) It is a pumpkin spice frappuccino, no whipped cream with oat milk, and two pumps of cinnamon dolce syrup. Oh. I have to have the cinnamon dolce or I cannot drink it. I was like, I didn't think you liked pumpkin. I don't. It has to overpower the pumpkin so much that I cannot taste it. I'm dead. (laughs) I like the essence of pumpkin, but I, I can't stand the flavor of pumpkin. Right, you wouldn't want a full pumpkin drink. I get it. No, and I can tell. I can tell Starbucks when you dip me on that second pump. Because <laughs> I know y'all be out here doing that to me. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. Okay, but what about you? I didn't think to like be like, oh, what about you? Oh, it's okay. For my Starbucks order? Or just... <laughs> just for the all of them. Okay, hold on. Let me go to my list. Okay, Starbucks. I'm a Christmas movie girly. Okay. Of course. Um... I definitely would prefer a movie. I don't like the commitment of a series. See, that's where I'm at right now. I prefer just to sit down and get it over with. Not that it's something to get over with, but... But no, like, if I can just sit down and watch, like, a two-hour movie compared to, like... Because if it's, like, a series, like, I need to watch it all in one sitting. Yes. And I can't. Okay. Um, one Marvel movie, which would it, oh man. See, that's tough for me. This one is tough for you. Because I love Iron Man, but I don't know which one it would be. Either the first one or the third one. I was gonna say my favorite are the first and third. So, um, I'm gonna say the third one. I was, oh my gosh, I was just about to say, I bet you're gonna say the third one. I was, I was literally about to say, I would almost think you were gonna go with the third one. Yep, I can't help. Oh, because I love Tony, him. I feel like then Tony is like more into himself. He you know what I mean? is. He's come into the character a lot more. Yes. Oh, I love it so much. Okay, stockings after presents. Um, my go-to Starbucks order. So. <sighs> It does change, but only because the holiday drinks change. So normally I'm just a blonde vanilla oat milk latte, iced or hot. I don't really care. But now that it's cold out and the gingerbread has came back, I get a hot gingerbread oat milk latte. And that is my all-time favorite and perfection. You know which one I really liked is the... um... I'm gonna get the name of it wrong. It was like the apple pie one. The apple crisp macchiato? Yes. Oh my god. Heaven. So good. <laughs> Literally, like they melted an apple pie and put it in my drink, and I obsessed. It's so good. You know I literally like love it. Is the what? Um, I don't know if you remember in high school, one of the girls went to high school with would always bring those suckers that had the caramel on the outside and the apple on the inside. Yes. I don't know who you're talking about, but I do love those suckers. <laughs> so good that is mm. yes i literally at my other barista job i made them for our fall drinks put that on the menu oh so good those are delicious they truly are 
But yeah, so that is my Starbucks order. And that's this or that. <laughs> I love it. Oh man, I wish I had something fun. I'll have to do that for you for next week. I'll have to think of something fun for next week. Yes. Maybe we'll play like Would You Rather or Truth or Dare or something. Oh my gosh, we should. Well, Truth or Dare. <laughs> Maybe Would You Rather. I dare you to come down here right now. <laughs> All right, bet. You know what? My car started. <laughs> All right, see you tomorrow. <laughs> for real. I just have to also leave tomorrow. Ah, dang. <laughs> All right. Well, we did good, I feel like. Thank you for joining us, whoever has joined us. We will be back next week with another new episode, like we said. Yes. And we are excited to continue on. Yes. This was fun. We look forward to, t- to talking. I almost said hearing from you guys again. I mean, yeah. Comment. If oh, my gosh. And like, yes. leave us a review. Let us know what you want to hear about. Be glad we didn't even bring up Taylor Swift because that was a huge thing we did last time. <laughs> Yeah, sorry guys. To be fair, 1989 Taylor's version had just come out. That was the only thing we had on our minds, so. That's true, sorry. and she became a billionaire, so. She did. There was a lot going on for her that weekend. There uh, was. So, join us next week. We have a lot to talk about. Keep, you know, subscribe and well, all that stuff. Yeah, whatever you want to do, as yeah, long we'll, as it's nice. I swear we'll come up with a better outro in the future. <laughs> yeah, it won't be this long, but oh well. Oh, well. Oh, my God. My cat's on the porch. <laughs> okay. Well, on that note, um, we'll talk to you guys next week. Yeah. All right. Bye. Peace out, y'all.